Welcome to Coffee and Chi. I'm your host, Lori Lashan, coming to you from the cabin drive through on the beautiful Columbia River in Stevenson, Washington. Join us every Monday as we bring you tips and tools for your simple, natural wellness lifestyle. And of course, we also have to throw in some of our creative coffee drinks and recipes too. Let's get started. In this episode, we hear from Dr. Louise Rose, naturopathic physician. She practices out of her clinic in Portland, Oregon called Rose Medicine Cabinet. Dr. Rose has been a wealth of knowledge for me on my journey for natural health. The topic today is fragrance energetics. Pure essential oils are really powerful tools and I love how Dr. Rose shares the many aspects of these oils and many ways to work with the oils. So I'm gonna share a little bit about her bio. She is a former chef and now a naturopathic physician and neuroplastician. She helps people get out of stuck neural grooves and stimulates new brain connections. She believes in the profound healing power of nature, particularly the the therapeutic action of water, plants, and light. Working with patients at Rose Cabinet Medicine in Portland, Oregon, she helps people reconnect with their inner vitality, increase their energy, and become more emotionally resilient. She utilizes potent plant medicine in the form of essential oils with all of her patients and loves educating the public about how to bring essential oils into a daily wellness practice. The deepest reward she gets is watching her patients bloom, regaining lost energy, motivation, and clarity of focus so they can engage fully with their life's work. Thank you so much, Dr. Louise Rose, for being here. It is such a treat to have you here. Thank you for having me. I, I do want to say, I just think it's so beautiful that you came from the kitchen to naturopathic medicine because I see food as medicine too. And it just seems to have flown, flows together very nicely. Yes. I think, I, yeah, definitely nutrition is the foundation of our health, right? And I, I just want to say, I, I was so excited that you decided to come on here because I have seen your fragrance and energetics talk. And still to this day, you taught us some really great, really simple tips. I'm sure you're, you'll share some of those today that I actually use um, just, it's so easy to do these simple steps. And it really helped me. I love the calming one. Anyway, you might mm-hmm. share that. that I. <laughs> mm-hmm. But before we get started, you know, I, I love wondering what you are drinking. So, <laughs> what's in your cup today? <laughs> well, in, in our family, we call it meat tea, but I'm having a mug of steaming hot bone broth, which is basically um, bones that are simmered for a really long time with um, celery and onions and carrots. And some people might say, well, isn't that just soup stock or bouillon or, um, but bone broth means that it's been simmered for a really long time with, uh, something acidic like vinegar and it pulls all the nutrients out of the bones and the joints and the cartilage. And so the broth itself is, is like a superfood. And when I make mine, I add, um, mushrooms and elderberries and goji berries and ginger and turmeric and 
all sorts of Chinese herbs that make it even more delicious and more nutritious. So um, in our household, we, we just have that all the time uh, and just drink it by the cup uh, during, the, during the winter months mostly. I love all the things you add to it. Yeah. And I've had some before and I love how it's, I mean, it feels so, it's so filling and mm-hmm. it actually feels nutritious. Like you're really feeding your body. So nourishing. Exactly. And if anybody is curious about the Chinese herbs and how I make mine, um, if you go to my website at rosecabinetmedicine.com, I have a free bone broth ebook that you can download. Um, and get the list of all the herbs that I use and my methods of making bone broth. Wow, that's a great gift. Yeah. I will also, I will add your website in our notes as well. So you can. Perfect. So, so Dr. Louise Rose, how did you find fragrance energetics? Like, why is that important to you? Mm, Such a great question. And I think that uh, you know, talking about my life as a chef before becoming a doctor really, um, really kind of points out my interest in uh, the senses and in alchemy, really. Uh, one of the things I love about cooking and then also about uh, fragrance energetics and working with essential oils and medicine is that sense of, you know, starting with just a few basic things and combining them to create something new. So really uh, something that's transforming your mental state or your emotional state or your physical state. And that's really the heart of how I see fragrance energetics working. Um, For instance, on a really basic level, you can think of fragrances that are either energizing or calming, right? Like you brought that up in the beginning that you like to use the calming um, points or oils. And on a a really basic level, people can understand that uh, fragrance like peppermint is energizing and wakes you up and opens your perspective or uh, something like vetiver, which is really rooty and uh, deep, rich, earthy scent that really settles your energy. So uh, fragrance energetics goes into a lot more detail, but on a basic level, you can kind of think of how does a fragrance move the energy in your body, whether that's the emotional energy or the mental energy or the the chi from a Chinese medicine perspective, the blood. Uh, There's so many different ways to understand essential oils. Some people study the chemistry of them and how that moves um, the biochemical reactions in the body. Well, fragrance energetics is kind of the same thing, only it's more uh, the energies of the body. That makes sense. So it appeals to me because I think partly because of that chef side of me that's like, oh, I'm going to take a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and I'm going to combine that, and uh, voila, we have this amazing, delicious, sensual delight that is going to be healthy for the mind, body, and spirit. I love it. It's like a recipe. Yeah, yeah. You can be creative. Yeah, definitely creative and intuitive and um, really just, and that's how I cook too. 
start with an idea. I start with information. Like I study the oils and I, you know, I study cuisine, but then at a certain point I take what I know and then I use my intuition and creativity to create something new. I did not create fragrance energetics, by the way, I should give credit to some of my teachers and mentors. Um, Tiffany Carroll is one of my teachers and she's an amazing um, five element acupuncturist and teaches a lot about fragrance energetics and has um, an online program that I recommend called the Healing Oil Collective if you wanna learn more about oils and how they move energy in the body. Uh, Peter Holmes from Snow Lotus Oils has also been one of my teachers for aroma acupoint therapy. And Diane Del Reyes also has a great program on um, using oils with uh, fragrance energetics combined with acupuncture points. So those are some great resources if people want to learn more. I love it. Diane's actually going to be one of our guests coming up. Very cool. Yeah. So how would you use the fragrance energetics with your patients? Mm, what a great question. So for people who don't know my practice, I, um, the bulk of my patients are coming to me for uh, conditions that have to do with the brain. I know that's really broad, but anxiety, depression, ADHD, migraines, insomnia, traumatic brain injury. Um, so people are um, usually not in, you know, they're not feeling great when they come in the door. And one of the reasons I love working with essential oils is because you can change how you feel right away, right? When you smell an oil, it goes into your brain through your olfactory system in your, in your nose, and it starts affecting change in your blood flow, in your neurotransmitters, in your hormones immediately. So, uh, I, on a very basic level, I have a diffuser going in my office and I'll look at my patients that are coming in that day and I'll see like, oh, I'm seeing a lot of patients today that have a lot of anxiety. So then I'll choose oils that tend to be more calming and grounding for that day. Or perhaps I'll see that I have a lot of patients who that day who might be coming in for ADHD or learning problems or autism. So I'll choose some oils that are known to be really clarifying for the brain and help with uh, focus and that sort of um, calming and centering rather than grounding. Um, so do you want me to throw out some oil ideas as I talk? Okay. So uh, for somebody who needs more grounding and calming. Uh, cedarwood is a beautiful oil uh, for that. I mentioned vetiver earlier is a, is a root of a grass that is, um, it go, the root itself goes 13 feet deep into the uh, earth. So it's like really, really rooty and um, helps the um, the plant itself helps hold the soil and keep it from eroding. And so if you think about that, it's very grounding and rooting for us as well. So vetiver is a great one for calming. And then uh, for somebody who's really scattered and needs um, 
maybe grounding, but also centering and focusing. Some oils that I would use there would be frankincense is a great one for that. Uh, sandalwood is wonderful for that. Patchouli is great uh, for the brain and any sort of um, sort of scatteredness. And then let's see, if I were looking at my patient list and seeing, um, you know, some patients who are really feeling apathetic and sluggish or depressed and down and really unmotivated and not able to get up and get going, I might look at um, my lemony or pungent oils. So rosemary uh, is considered a pungent oil and it's known to open the senses and uh, lift the energy, uh, disperse. Um, lemony oils like bergamot or, um, or lemony, uh, like lemon, or um, uh, let's see, uh, litsia or mei chang is another, uh, lemongrass would be another great oil that would lift the energy and open the perspective so that people might be able to see um, a way out of their funk and clear the fog a little bit. So those are some basic, um, so those would be just in the diffuser. And then I also have patients um, sniff oils directly as, a, as part of their treatment. And then when they get on the table, um, I will sometimes do a spinal treatment with an oil or two and uh, combine oils on acupuncture points. So for instance, for that person who needs to focus and lift their energy and get out of their funk, you might put rosemary on the top of the head, for instance, or um, another pungent lifting oil. Uh, eucalyptus is another great pungent oil. Uh, there's a acupuncture point on the top of the head, uh, GV20, governing vessel 20, which is great for rosemary, melaleuca, that kind of thing. So in terms of the fragrance categories, we have the pungent lemony oils are considered high tones. And they, uh, if you think about them, they, they're quick to act on the senses, but then they disperse really quickly. So that would be like the, the uh, tea tree oil, melaleuca or rosemary or um, eucalyptus, something like that. Uh, middle tones would be considered sweet or green oils, and they have kind of a their energy in the in the body and the brain is the, they circulate the energy and calm and harmonize things. So um, let me think of some examples of sweet green oils might be. Um, uh, like, sorry, <laughs> I got distracted here. Um, like lavender would be a sweet green oil. And lavender is a wonderful oil for um, circulating stuck, tense energy. So we think of lavender as very calming to the nervous system. Well, one of the reasons is because it, um, it relaxes that tension and moves the um, moves the energy so that people don't feel so stuck. Um, let's see. 
Of course, we have the base tones of Woody and Rudy. I already talked about um, vetiver, but um, also patchouli or cedarwood or myrrh, sandalwood. Those are great Woody um, examples of oils as well. And they uh, act to center, uh, contract, strengthen, relax, ground, and collect your energy. So they're great for um, feeling, you know, if you feel insecure or scattered or overstimulated um, or stuck in a cycle of shock or fear, they're very, uh, they can really help relax or ground. So uh, one way to combine the energy of the oil with um, an acupuncture point would be to use a woody or rooty oil on the bottom of your feet. So you're bringing that energy down and in. Sometimes also I will use a woody oil on the center of the abdomen with a, uh, sometimes I'll put a drop of oil on a cotton ball and put the cotton ball on the below the belly button and then, you know, put a little, you know, weight on top of that just to let it sit there. And then I'll do the treatment and that, that say that cotton ball with a piece of a little bit of cedarwood oil on it has been sitting on the belly, helping the energy come in and down so that the person leaves feeling more strong and strengthened and centered. Of course, a lot of oils are a mixture of categories, right? So for instance, ginger. Ginger has some rootiness. It also has some spiciness and it has a little bit of lemony scent too. Um, marjoram is another example. It's a green oil. So it has that herbaceous green scent, but it also has overtones of spiciness and sweet. So, um, when we, there, you know, there's not a really clear-cut category. Bergamot is one of my favorite oils that I use on almost every patient. Um, bergamot comes from a citrus, and we know it uh, familiar, we're familiar with it because it helps to scent Earl Grey tea. But um, we think of bergamot as lemony, but it's also sweet. So the action that it takes in the body is that it regulates and smooths and harmonizes. So bergamot is great for anybody who feels agitated or irritable uh, or swinging between moods, ups and downs. Um, it can help bring uh, harmony and regulation to the emotional system. Uh, peppermint is a great pungent oil. So I talked about that earlier. It's also green. So it, it lifts the energy, the pungent lifts the energy, but the green circulates and, and um, spreads the, the, the chi, basically. So it's very helpful for a lot of different conditions. Geranium oil is another wonderful mixture, but it's very powerful oil. Uh, it has middle, it's a middle tone, and I think of it as sweet and lemony. Um, it can be, sweet oils are very 
nurturing and supportive and make us feel um, cared for and held like, like a mother would be holding us. Uh, and geranium has a lot of that um, sense when we use it. It's very harmonizing for uh, female hormone regulation and um, promoting confidence because of that feeling of being held and taken care of. I love, I always think of geranium for the heart chakra. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And rose. I mean, rose is another sweet oil that really speaks to the heart. And I think geranium has been used in that way because it has a very similar fragrance to rose. And as we know, true rose is so expensive that it's very difficult to get. Um, so we can use geranium in a lot of the same ways that we use rose. If you could suggest one or two tips that people could use right away, what would they be? Well, um, in terms of using oils, thinking about, honestly, like really just using your diffuser every day is a very simple thing that can make a huge difference. When we diffuse oils into our workspace or our living space, we're cleaning the air and we're breathing in the tiny droplets. So we're improving our immune health by, by doing that. And we're also affecting our mood and the mood of um, everybody else in the household. So I would say one of the best things you can do is just get your diffuser running and uh, keep it going all day and all night. Think about different oils, just use your intuition. Ask yourself, what do I need? Do I need uh, an uplifting, open perspective? Do I need to focus my mind? Do I need to calm and center my mind? And uh, choose oils based on, on that. Do you have a way that you organize your oils or any tips with that? Because I know I found, so that I'm not running around trying to find that one oil. Oh, I have oils in every room and I'm still trying, I'm still running around trying to find that one oil. But yeah, I mean, even in my office, I have, um, I have oils in three different locations. I have oils that I generally use on people's feet at one end of my treatment table. And I have oils that I generally use at the upper body at the other end of the treatment table. And then I have a whole bunch of oils on my desk that I use um, also throughout the, uh, the treatment. So yeah, and then in my house, they're in every room as well. The ones that I cook with are in the kitchen. And then I have a diffuser in the living room and the bedroom and the bathroom. So yeah, I, I can't say that I have any tips for actually how to do it, but um, just, you know, get multiples <laughs> or get extra bottles and divide them up. <laughs> could only have one oil oh. with you, what would it be? That's, that's actually easy. Yes. I'm a diehard frankincense fan. Frankincense was my first love and uh, I think it will, I'll never get tired of it. It's so versatile and useful for so many different things. And from a fragrance energetic um, perspective, it actually covers all the categories. So it's very complex 
uh, chemistry and also complex uh, fragrance. It, ha it has spicy, woody, sweets, you know, all of the, basically all of the categories. So uh, when in doubt, you can always use frankincense and it'll help. Yeah, I love frankincense. Mm -hmm. Well, gosh, I thank you so much for sharing all of this. And I, uh, can you share maybe how people can learn more about fragrance energetics? Yeah. Um, well, there are some wonderful resources. Um, Gabriel Moje's book, um, Aromatherapy for the Healing Spirit, is a wonderful um, book to learn more. Uh, Peter Holmes' book, um, Aromatica, is a, is a great resource as well. And then uh, I can't say enough about Tiffany Carroll's Healing Oil Collective uh, program. She goes into depth with one oil per month. And so it's a, it's a online learning um, platform. And you can learn a lot from that. And you can sign up for that. Uh, I have a link on my website at rosecabinetmedicine.com for Tiffany's program. So if you want to learn more about that, you can learn that That's great. from my website. And I know you have a fall detox starting. So anyone who's interested in that, I believe it starts September 22nd. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. I lead a group detox twice a year in, in the fall and the spring. And it's a 21-day um, program that's based around um, supplements that support all the kidney and liver and uh, bowel functions and a high quality protein shake and food. You're not, you don't stop eating, you still get to eat, but we do a modified elimination diet. Um, and there's three different levels of the uh, elimination diet. So if you've never done a detox before, don't be afraid, I've got your back. We can do it step by step. People usually feel great at the end and um, there's a lot of support uh, and education that I provide with the supplements. So if you're interested in that, you can learn more about that at my website also and read about it. And then um, it starts on the 22nd. So if you're thinking about doing it, sign up now so that you have time to get your, well, get your products shipped to you before we start on the 22nd. It's exciting. That sounds like a really good program. Yeah. And I also want to put a little plug in for your Rose Cabinet Medicine Clinic. Aww. Oh my gosh, I just, I love going there. And so can you tell, I mean, it's more than just a clinic. Can you <laughs> share a little bit about that? <laughs> sure. Um, I actually call it the cabinet because it's, um, it's not really like any clinic you've ever been into. It's our detached garage in a residential neighborhood next to our house and we remodeled it to become my office and it's just a cute little cabinet um, and we have I have a, a sauna and a beautiful soaking tub and a cold plunge we do a lot of hydrotherapy here and my, my goal is that I want people to walk in and immediately feel safe and like they know that they can come home to themselves while they're here. So it's a very um, nurturing uh, environment and I feel so lucky to be able to work from a, a 
beautiful space like this. So. so beautiful. And oh, I just, I love it so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it is pretty, pretty special. I really like it. <laughs> pretty lucky. Oh gosh, thank you so much for being here. And I'm so excited. I get to see you in a couple of days. So. Yes, thank you for having me. It's always a treat to talk about fragrance energetics and all things essential oils with my favorite people. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed the podcast, help spread the word by sharing. Join us again next Monday for more simple tools for our natural toolbox. If you're in the Columbia River Gorge, come by and say hello at the cabin drive-thru. And if you'd like to know more about balancing the chakras and take the 21-day steps to mindful and vibrant living, um, check out my website, laurielachan.com. We'll see you next week. Have a beautiful day.